you guys fucking talking back. about BBC Merlin? <laughs> I'm not allowing you to bring BBC Merlin into my podcast. BBC episode. Merlin features on every single episode. No, that's of that's allowed. this podcast i'm gonna need you to pause for five to ten seconds and go listen to angel with a shotgun all right awesome hi welcome back to bait i'm maj i'm zoe and today we have our very first special guest star hi i'm adeline i am at neil x perry on twitter um i am a sophomore at nyu and I am very excited to record my first episode on bait with my very good friends, Maj and Zoe, and my first ever podcast in general. And it is a very, very special topic today. And I don't know a lot about what we're doing today. Um, I'm really excited for this episode because this is something that I have little to no knowledge of. It's everywhere right now. Yeah. Like, I can't escape it. It's driving me fucking crazy. It is it's gripping. Like, I could just log off Tumblr to not see Good Omen, but I, I, this is everywhere. This is in my face. These, this is, this is people who I know at school. Like, this is I'm like scrolling through social media right now, and every other post is this stupid shit. <laughs> like Good Omens was was random people, but this is my good close personal friends who I've known for years. Yeah, I am the one. The resident expert. I have been embedded in this shit for years. Uh, and it is like... Um, I'm very excited because if you remember the Naruto episode, mm. Zoe was the idiot and I was the one explaining. I get to be the idiot this time. Uh, Zoe knows a little bit about it. Addie knows a lot about it. And I know nothing. Yes. So this is going to yeah. be very multifaceted. I, I saw both of these movies on Friday at a drive-in. Which was actually extremely fun. I had a wonderful time. Okay, Um, Jughead Jones. (laughs) Drive-ins are fun. Not everything has to be ruined by Jughead. Yeah. I've seen part of the first movie um, pirated when my friends were all going to see it in a theater because they didn't want to feel left out. But then it was one of the ones where it's like, you know, someone recorded the screen with their phone. Uh, so I yeah. got like five minutes in before it just became too nauseating. Yeah. But that's my experience. Yeah. yeah. And I did not, I came to it a little late in like the grand timeline because I did not see it like immediately when it came out. I saw it like, so it came out the fall of my senior year of high school, which would be 2017. Oh yeah, in 2017. And I saw it like in, in like the winter of that year. And then I, like, became, like, invested. But at first, it was, like, like y'all probably didn't know because I was not tweeting about it. I was not, like, talking about it because I was, like, embarrassed of it. But I was, like, deep in it. But it was one of those, like, things where I was, like, I can't talk about this. Like, no one else is – no one else at that point, uh, well, uh, like, on our sphere on Twitter was talking about it. So I was just, like, invested in a Tumblr. And then I kind of, like, it fizzled out after a while because the hype died down. Um, and then I never, like – read the book and but I'm gonna talk about the book a little bit in here just like then the movie was announced I started getting back into it like over this summer and then last Thursday I saw the movie and now for the past week it has consumed I kid you not every like facet of my waking life okay like Janaya and I were talking about it and she was like okay if you've seen the miniseries Mm. if you've read the book 
it just embeds itself into to your psyche, and the film does it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, valid and fair. But like, without all of that context and without the second film, how in God's name do you get into this? Hang thing? on. Before we go any further, I think it's time that we mention it. We are talking today about the clown movie's very own Ready. Yes, the hate Which crime clown Richie movie. Richie Tozier and Eddie Kasbrack. Of one of them is Finn Wolfhard. One of them is Finn Wolfhard. The other is the kid who smoked weed. I love that kid. <laughs> I love that kid. He's so funny. He's so valid. He's valid. So funny. Like, like Finn Wolfhard is like running the internet right now. But that kid, honestly, is the one who like deserves to be. Like, he is un- iconic. But anyways, no. To speak to your point, Zoe, like, Addy, don't say that kid like you don't know his name. His name is Jack Dylan Grazer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know his name, but like I assumed that you did. Oh, I, I do know it. his name. I know every. I I know their names. Um, but, anyways, no. Uh, to your point, Zoe. Like that's part of the thing about like like ready is not like to be poetic. Allow me to be poetic. Like it is not a ship. It is like a cultural phenomenon. Like it is. You have to understand is it? it. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. And okay, it's but like I've also seen these movies. Yeah. <laughs> I know this. I know this, but you you have not uh, gone uh, through the years. Like this has been part of my years? life for two years. And it's been um, two years. Two of them? years. Listen, but it's like okay. So it it got me in the first movie. Like it got me, and I was into it. It just didn't get me in the way that it gets me now because now it's like all accumulating. But like the the way that it got me in the first movie, like honestly is just I, I don't know how to explain it but it's like I, I mean I guess we'll get into it when I talk more about like the ship itself and like the the whatever like get into the nitty-gritty but like it's just the dynamic and it's like the like weird universe they're in where there is a demonic clown but then these like two kids in 1989 like find each other and just like make fun of each other but like are deeply in love and will never say it and are like 14 but that's what all the kids do no, like but... all the kids are deeply traumatized kids who they're make all fun deeply of traumatized what... but not all of them have this like connection and it's also like back then i still knew what happened like in the book and like in the later parts like i knew about how Patty, like... i beg you point out a moment of their connection in, in hang on hang on shut Let's up get... Um, I'm sorry I'm being mean about No, it's this. fine. Like, I I deserve to be bullied for We're this, but on... I also will not back down ever. We're putting I, you like, on I trial. I want to understand. First, yeah. I hang just on. want to get it. No, you will. I, you, like, I will oh, try to make you get it. And, like, it's possible that you will never get it, and that's okay. Hey, guys. Yes. Okay. Can you guys summarize the clown movies for me? I've never seen oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. You're talking about, like, the tenderness. Oh, yeah. And, that, and then, like, all of this and, like, the trauma and the repression and the, yes. and the love. But I'm like, it's about a clown. Okay. Okay. So it is a movie set in 1989 in a town in Maine called Derry. Um... I assume based on Stephen King's town or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um, There is um, a little boy named Georgie who has an older brother named Bill, and he gets, I'm spoiling the plot a bit for everyone, but I don't really care. No, he gets eaten by the clown. He gets eaten by this clown named Pennywise, Uh and then all these other children start being, like, eaten by the clown and disappearing, 
And it realizes this is, this is like an entity that's been living in the town for years, and it's been preying on children. Um, there's like a group of kids who are all outcasts in different ways. So there's Bill, who has a stutter, and his brother died. Um, there's Ben, who's a new kid and kind of chubby. There's Mike, who is treated horribly because he's the only black kid, and he's homeschooled and lives outside of town, and his parents died in a fire. There's um, yeah. Beverly, Jesus. who is the only girl, mm-hmm. and um, her father is um, abusive to her, and everyone thinks she's a slut. There's Stan, who is the nervous Jewish kid, pretty much. And then there's Eddie and Richie. Eddie, whose mom is a hypochondriac and makes him think he's sick all the time. And Richie, who is a bitch. I don't think Richie had specified trauma. No, Richie's like the one whose parents are like normal and doesn't have like background trauma. He's just a bitch and he doesn't have a reason to be. (laughs) Yeah, they all have like complex trauma. Richie's just gay and a bitch. Yeah, he just is. And like like, family-wise fine. You're literally Richie Tozer. You're like mean and yeah, it's literally <laughs> mean you. with no reason to be. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's it. Richie's really fun. Actually, he he's fun. like the most likable character. Yeah, by far. Yeah. So they all get together to fight this monster, and they defeat him through the powers of friendship eventually. And they're like, we have to make a blood pact, which like a real blood pact that in um. You know, if this ever happens again, because it happens every 27 years, we'll all come back to the town and fight the monster. Like childhood blood packs? Isn't it a quarry? Was it a quarry of some sort? The blood pack does not happen at the quarry, but there is a tender scene of them, like, just, like, playing in the quarry. I feel like there is a quarry present. Childhood blood packs and quarries just feel a little bit inherently homoerotic. That is true. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So they make this blood pact. And then um, uh, that's the end of the first film. The second film takes place 27 years later. They're all adults with lives. I don't know. They all have lives. They're all pretty successful, except for Mike, who has stayed in the town for plot purposes, um, and Beverly, who is in an abusive relationship for plot purposes and because Stephen King hates women. Yeah. Anyway, they... Mike is like, it's happening again because Xavier Dolan and his on-screen boyfriend get murdered. Or, no, sorry, the boyfriend doesn't die, but Xavier Dolan gets murdered in a hate crime and then eaten by the clown. This (laughs) is the first minute of the movie. Um, And Mike is like, it's happening again, and they all come back, except for Stan, who kills himself for plot purposes. (laughs) He can't Um, can't handle the clown coming back. Like, he's a little too similar to Eddie, and he muddles Eddie's personality. And Eddie, Richie, and Stan become the background boys in a lot of ways. Yeah. And they're just kind of there and doing shit. Yeah. But, like, like Eddie isn't, like, you, you really gra- get who Eddie is as a character without Stan, who has ultimately the same thing as him, which is that he's scared. Yeah. And, like, just they just didn't know what to do with him, which is understandable, but, like, it's kind of stupid to just kill him off. Yeah. But Stephen King's not that great a writer, so what do you expect? Um, then they they go back to the town, and they're like, we all have to, you know, face our fears um, and, and, and revisit our childhood trauma to fight this monster. And there's <laughs> a very a racist lot like, Native American. 
That sounds a lot There's like There's a very Strasburg. racist Native American element to this all. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Um, Good job, but Stephen yeah, King. They, they go through all this. You find out, like, really nothing about any of them except that Richie's gay. Um <laughs> Like, like there's, they truly, you learn nothing about those characters. I'm like, wow, Beverly's dad abused her, a thing I knew. Yeah. Like, wow, Ben is anxious about being fat, a thing I knew. I'm talking shit. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I had a really fun time, and I thought it was really cute. No, like, the shit um, you're talking is valid. Like, I genuinely enjoyed this movie deeply, but, like, you're right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after a lot of, like, memory montages with the clown... Uh, they go to this pit to fight the monster and antics take place. Eventually Eddie gets stabbed and then pretty much is the one who teaches them how to defeat the monster. And they make him small by calling him a baby. (laughs) The best part of the fucking movie. It's incredible. Bill Hader goes, you're a sloppy bitch. And he turns into a baby. Newly <laughs> liberated gay Bill Hader oh, calls really Pennywise like a sloppy bitch. He's like, I'm gay now and I can do this. I'm what powerful. Is- my boyfriend has just died tragically in my arms. And now I'm going to kill him. Oh, wait, yeah, oh, Eddie. not dead yet? Oh, Eddie, yeah, no, they had to leave Eddie to go kill the clown. And yeah, this is, I'll talk about this later when I get into the ready, yeah. but continue. When does a musical Eddie montage was like, take you have place? to make him small. <laughs> And they all ran to do this. Um, and there's, like, a moment he's like, Richie, I have to tell you something. Oh! And he's like, oh, fuck your mom. No, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so painful. It's, it's that moment really got me. Richie, I have to tell you something. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. They're going to do it. And he was like, I fucked your mom. And I'm like, fucking hell. It's it's like that. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, they, they make the clown small and then they rip out his heart and mm-hmm. kill it. And they kill the clown yep. as they should. Yeah. Um, I also saw this movie with my friend who's really afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That's an experience. She was fine because like we were at a drive-in and having fun. But she was like, I would just kill clowns in general, not even if they were evil. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Valid. Makes sense. Very valid. Um, but then they run back to Eddie, and, like, as this has happened, he has died. Damn, right? off screen. Guys. And God. Richie's like, Eddie, no, Eddie, like, whatever. And they're like, he's like, we can get him help, guys. Come on, we can get him help. But they're like, no, he's dead. So they drag him out, and um, he's just, like, sobbing and sobbing. He doesn't and- want to leave Eddie alone in the demon house. Fuck, yeah, you have to physically wanted, like, restrain Richie from going back into the house as it's crumbling to go and save Eddie. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just, I can't. No, Eddie. you're right. It's true. Like, and then he's, he's like, screaming stop. Eddie's name in, like, a, a slow-motion montage where the audio is cut out, and they're, like, holding oh, Bill Hader back. Trap. He's crying. And then oh, the gosh, house crumbles with Eddie's body car. in it. Oh, my God. Full streetcar at 2 p.m. at a Bartucci. <laughs> that's it that's just it Stella! that's just it Stella! yeah and then they're like all swimming in the water again and they're like everything's okay but like bill Hader's still crying and they're like i guess everything's not okay that was the part that 
that um, actually made me almost cry is when he just like starts crying in the court. Anyways, that yeah. I thought was one of the best moments that in the film because so you really good. you really don't see that happen. Uh-huh. Like when you have like especially a minor character like go through a trauma like that mm-hmm. and have something like that happen, like especially a gay character. Yeah, like they get their moment to cry and then they're like, oh, okay, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, and like now it's about, but like they let they like showed that like know that that grief is not that simple and it does continue and i was like and they're all sad and they all like hug each other and then um ben who has gotten skinny and beverly get together as they should sure as they should i i liked them as a couple i wish he hadn't gotten skinny yeah that was the whole thing is like oh i my whole thing is i was bullied for being fat but now i'm hot now and it's like anyways i mean i don't really care about the whole like Bev, Bill, Ben, like, love triangle, but, like, Ben is an objectively better character than Bill, so I am very well, glad they got together. Well, Bill's not a person. Like, like Mike's even less of a person. Yeah, and that's just because, the like, racism, but... That's just the racism. Bill's just a poorly written character. He yeah. doesn't even have, like, the excuse of being racist exactly. for me to be like, why am I meant to care about Bill at all? Can I ask um, a question? Yes. Yeah. So Richie and Eddie aren't like the main characters. Uh, none no. Of, no one's. They kind of are. Like, there's no main characters. Like the seven losers and like the losers club. Like that's Bill the, is name. the main character. Yeah, Bill is Bill technically is the, the main, main character. What I got from like hearing about the first one, when it first came out, I'm like, Bill is the main character. <laughs> I mean, and all I'm because Richie and Eddie are the only part that matter. Richie and Eddie, but I think that's because they're, you know, the only part with. You know, it's like interesting. Good content like, substance. Yeah, like they are the only. Richie is the only interesting character. Yeah, Richie and is the best Eddie. character. Eddie's the one with asthma, right? Yeah, I love Eddie. Like, Eddie's there's a special like, place in my heart for Eddie, but like Richie is the best character. Like, no contest. I mean, Eddie has kind of personality. Seen, yeah, I've Eddie has Eddie enough personality from part one, and he looked fun. Oh no, yeah, Eddie, Shrill. especially fun. as a kid, looks- like kid Eddie is very fun. He gets a little more yeah. boring as an adult, but he does have great one-liners as an adult as well. Conflate him with Stan a little too much as an adult, yeah, I feel. I think that's true. Like, now that Stan is gone, they're like, I guess he'll just become yeah. Stan for plot. Kind of boring other than that and other than his relationship with Richie, but, like, Kid Eddie is very much enjoyable. Kid Eddie is fun. I yeah. mean, I, I thought Eddie and Richie had the most personality yeah. as opposed to Ben, Bill, and Beverly. Mm-hmm. Well, Child Ben actually has really, I really like it. No, Child like, Ben had, is so great, yeah. Child Ben's cool, but like, I mean, Beverly has always been the girl, mm-hmm. and Bill is the protagonist. Yeah, Bill is um, just like, his trauma ugh. spurns the whole plot, but that's it. Anyway, at the end, they get this letter from Stan when he's like, I had to kill myself for plot, and they're like, fair enough. <laughs> Um, that's literally what the letter says. That is what the letter says. Oh my god. Um, He's like, I needed, he literally says at one point, like, I needed to take myself out of the equation. Like, it's so... What? And he just got that letter... Yeah, but he does give himself... Who delivered it? He does give the movie a great, like, last few lines. I will say that. It's. I think his wife delivered it. Yeah, his wife, like, purposefully withheld the letters because he didn't know if they were going to die defeating the the demon clown. Imagine you're, like, your suicide note to your wife is, like, please deliver these letters (laughs) to my my dear childhood friends. But... Only if they kill an evil clown. Only if they kill an evil clown that lived in our neighborhood in the 80s. There's another element that I forgot to mention, which is that they all forget. 
Oh, yes, I was about to mention. Yeah. yeah, they all, like... So they all, everyone except for Mike, who still lives in the town, pretty much forget what happened. Yeah, and then there's this whole adult. process with really cute, like, childhood montage, or childhood flashbacks, where they're, like, remembering what happened. Because, like, as the farther you cute. get from it the... It was, t- like, their trauma. Because, like, there's this whole thing about, like, the farther you get from the town, the more you forget. So, yeah. like, Mike didn't forget because they never left the town. And then Bev, there's this whole weird thing with Bev that, like... I don't know. Stephen King was on coke when he, in ketamine when he wrote this book. But, like, Bev got caught in the deadlights, which are another thing that I'm not even going to try to explain. And so she oh, yeah. doesn't... Oh, yeah. She doesn't... Right? Just, very, very brief. Like, the deadlights are essentially what Pennywise the Clown is at its purest form because he is a being from another universe. But he takes the form of a clown when he's on Earth. But, like, when he opens his demon mouth and, like, someone looks into it, they see the deadlights, they become caught in it. So there's uh. that aspect of it. So they're all like, you know, little flashbacks of what they're up to, which is nothing of note, except that Ben and Beverly are together and Richie goes to a bridge and sees an R plus E that he's carved into it as a child and like touches it and like and like cries sadly. Bill Hader does the Fucking work. Oh, damn. And, like, Janiyah has compared that screen cap to the one screen cap from Fleabag. Yeah, that um infuriates me, and I wish Janiyah would stop talking, especially yeah. because once Barry was pitched to me as oh, Fleabag, yes, but yes, with yes. men, and I was like, don't, uh, don't, don't do speak that. her name. No. Do not, do not speak her name in the same sentence as Barry. No. Okay. But I can't wait till people start thirsting for Bill Hader. Oh, it's happened. Uh, it is it is full-fledged uh, happened. Crazy how people will and just like, be like any man is attractive like, when he's like the man Like about of the to expose myself painfully like I get it. Like I think Bill Hader is an objectively like attractive man, but also like he's also a fairly like average man. Can't two men be ugly and love each other? Exactly. Must we pretend that they are good looking? Yeah. Is that not the premise of, of Destiel? Oh god. Okay, I'm ready. You sell me on it. Okay, okay, guys. Okay. I should have done my research and rewatched the first movie before doing this podcast, but I haven't. Um, so there might be stuff that I'm like forgetting. But essentially But I feel like you've been pretty much oh, yeah, deep no. in this. I definitely am. I'm just yeah. like hyper anxious about like forgetting anything that's important. But anyways, so the first movie it's Oh, fine. and we did no research before double OQ. <laughs> I, was, I did extensive <laughs> research for double OQ. I did more research for double OQ than I'll ever admit to anyone. <sighs> the, part of what makes Richie and Eddie work is that they're both such great characters and they have the like just like childlike disdain for it. Like, okay, so Richie is like, he's the best character. He's just always like talking shit, like doing voices, just like being annoying. And he's always like, he and Eddie are seen as kind of like the closest to each other. And like Richie will just like provoke Eddie. And Eddie's a hypochondriac. He, he gets annoyed. His mom is overbearing. And like, Richie's like, ha ha, I'm gonna fuck your mom, ha 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 ha, and Richie, and Eddie's like, no, stop. Um, I don't know, there's a scene in, like, The Quarry where they just, like, are bickering. It, it, it's, it's the bond, it's the, the it, I will admit that, like, chapter one is a bit more, like, it got, it was very much queer bait, but it was queer bait in the sense that, like, I don't know, people on the internet see, like, two white boys who are, like, close and like to, like, casually tease each other and then, like, ship them. So, like, yes. like in the book... Ooh, textual I'm references. I'm pulling out textual references. So, like, Richie in the book calls 
Eddie, like, Ed's, like, that's his nickname. And there's this whole whole thing where, like, Eddie's, like, don't call me that. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, don't. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. God, me. God. Okay, wait. Here's the part. God, this fucking quote. Okay, so, quote, they all pinch my cheek and tell me how cute I've grown, Eddie said. That's because they know how cute you are, Ed's, just like me. I saw what a cutie you are the first time I met you. I'm like, God, what the fuck? And then there's one part where Richie just, like, pinches Eddie's cheek and like calls him cute and then Eddie calls Richie an annoying little shit and it's just like god just like admit it it's quote Manny had hated it when Richie called him Ed's but he had sort of liked it too I'm like so chapter two starts with a literal actual real life homophobic hate crime may I butt in yeah you can say um this scene wasn't woke I don't think this this scene scene really shouldn't have happened no I personally really think that Reddy doesn't make up for how abominable this scene was. Yeah, like, this, this, this isn't, like, this is just, like, the fact that they they talk about how one of the gay characters, like, has an inhaler, and, like, Eddie has an inhaler, and it's, like, I don't know. But the, the hate crime is, like, I almost cried over it when I saw it in the theater. Like, it was no good. It's in the original book, and it's just, like, I don't know. I heard about how Stephen King was, like, something like this happened in my hometown, and I wanted to show how, like, bad people in, like, small towns can be. I'm like, okay. You You are the bad people! Like, you are the bad people, Stephen King! King. Richie, at this point, is a stand-up comedian, which is different from how he is in the book where he's a radio host, because they changed it so that, um... Because, like, this one is 1989 to present day, and the book is supposed to be from the 50s to the 80s. So, like, like, in the book, book, Richie's supposed to be a radio host, and then they just, like, change it up. But, like, the inherent homosexuality of, like, just being a stand-up comedian, like, God, Richie. Disagree. Disagree. Okay, listen! Disagree. Disagree. Listen! I think that's the straightest profession a man could have. False. I will Nothing say false. Nothing is greater than a man who does stand-up. Okay, but, like, the way Richie does stand-up is inherently gay. I know this. They're really obviously modeling him on John Mulaney, the background <laughs> that looks... It looks like new in town. Okay, oh. but the inherent homosexuality of John Mulaney... Anyways, it's not true. John Mulaney's, like, painfully straight. But, um... But, okay, so yeah, they dude. meet each other. He's like, you're married to a woman. And he's like, oh, shut up, Richie. Oh, okay. I guess I could just, I should just skip Just ahead. give me the highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead to the part where they make Richie canon gay, which is, like, the big part. So they is all are- Is this the musical sequence? This is the dirty little secret musical sequence. Um, Is part of this, yes. It's insane. It's you have no fucking, idea. Like, mod- okay. Okay, let's get into it. I'm dying for content. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so- they're all we we talked about how they're doing the thing where like they they have to remember and so they're going back into their like um their their memories and um so Richie has this flashback where he oh okay before we say it before we say this um this is one thing from from chapter 1 from an early draft of it 2017 there was a quote where Pennywise is taunting Richie and he says and I quote verbatim don't touch the other boys Richie don't or they'll know your secret so that's a little juicy bit of queer baiting from the early dress of it, chapter one. Then that comes wow, into that's play. Like the cut I was gonna, exactly. I was gonna bring up the cut to a little juicing. <laughs> I, I guys have not known peace since I found out about the cut double O Q scene. I, I wake up sweating in the middle of the night and think about Q has become a killer now. Like I, I, I'm. I. It, Nothing will ever parallel. What the fuck was that? He yeah. So that was a cut quote from um it chapter one, like in the book. There's another part like in hinting at like Eddie where um 
Eddie's fear because he's a hypochondriac is like this this leper and there's a part in the book where like the leper like offers to like give him a blowjob and it's like a huge fear of his and it's like okay Stephen can you fucking homophobe anyways um and so so we get this flashback of Richie when he's a kid because Bill Hader goes into the old abandoned arcade and he looks longingly at this one arcade game and then we go flashback we have our boy Finn Wolfhard his CGI'd face because he has gone through puberty and his face oh, is more no. angular now so they had to CGI his it's face really to be more rounded and it's, it's <laughs> honestly not awful, but it is unsettling. Finn Wolfhard, who is doing the work and um, has his like CGI face and he's playing this game called Street Fighter. And he is playing next to this other boy who is someone that we don't know, um, that we've never seen before. And they I end- thought it was so weird that this was with someone who wasn't Eddie. I know. they sh- Well, because I'm going to get into it a little later, but like they confirm they, they, they confirm Richie's sexuality, but like Reddy is still technically like a queer bait. Like it's never, it's never confirmed as two-sided, I could say. But like we, they also do confirm that Richie had a crush on Eddie. So honestly, they should have just done it with Eddie. But anyways, so it's this unnamed boy and they finish playing the game and like they're like hands touch and Richie's like, hey, um, do you want to like, you want to like play another round? I mean, it doesn't matter. Like if you want to, he's like desperately trying to get this boy to like stay and play another round with him. And the boy's like, um, no, why are you being so weird? And then Richie has, like, the gay fear in his eyes. And then the, like, teenagers come out, and he's like, why are you talking to my little brother, you, like, homo? And, like, calls him slurs. And Etchie, Eddie, oh, like, Oh, no, they yes. call Finn Wolfhard slurs. Finn Wolfhard they call gets, him, like, a fruit or a fairy or oh, something. Yeah, they call him, like, very wow. 80s slurs. That's, and then he, that's like. kind of fun. I like fruit and fairy. <laughs> oh, yes. Fairy is used, like, excessively in this show. I wish oh, people yeah. would call me that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, fairy is a compliment. Anyways, um, not in this context, though. Very much not. And he runs out of the arcade, like, crying. Is this just because they couldn't say the other F slur? Probably, yeah. Like, probably. Although, for some reason, I feel like well, in my they... mind, remembering the oh, scene, do they? Do they I feel like it? they do call the, him the F slur, but, like, I might be wrong. I, I, I really don't remember. I they definitely say the F slur in that movie. Yeah, it's they not definitely to him do than to Adrian. Oh, to Adrian, they it's... definitely do. Adrian's the guy who gets hate crime to the Oh, beginning. Xavier Dolan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, Adrian yeah, it's really Xavier Dolan. I can't get over that they got <laughs> Xavier Dolan to, yeah. to just get hate crimes in for five minutes of this film. Yeah. So so Eddie runs out crying. He runs to the like town square, or, like the park or whatever. He sits on the and then he looks up and there's the fucking clown, the demon clown, Ooh. come to capitalize on the trauma. And there's this huge statue of Pennywise. Pa- oh, surprisingly anti-queer. <laughs> So there's some statue. But the weirdest thing about the way people talk about about like 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 all of it yeah. is when it's like oh like the reason people are bad and mean in this town is because like the clown <laughs> makes them mean versus like I don't know racism happens. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, it's the clown. It's the demon clown is only clown. there every 27 years, anyways. Yeah, so there's, like, a big Paul Bunyan statue that, like, almost falls on him or something. And then Pennywise comes out, and he he has balloons. And by the way, there are scenes with both Eddie and Richie where Pennywise has balloons in the shape of a triangle. And, like, we're not going to get into queer theory, but, like, please. Anyways, and so he floats down, and he's looking at Richie. And then we get the infamous 
Pennywise's little ditty, I know your secret. <laughs> your dirty number. little secret. Your secret. I know your secret. Your dirty little secret. Oh, I think he says that after he tells Richie, he's like, you want to play a game? He's like, how about truth or dare? And he's like, you wouldn't want oh. me to pick truth, oh, would God. you? Oh, God. That's oh, so God. real. That's so Until real. Like- Biggest fear for a gay yes. kid. Yes, and you can see the fear in Richie's eyes. And it's also like, this is the point where like you can tell that Richie like is still figuring out for himself that he's gay and so it's this whole thing where he's like still hasn't quite figured it out but like he's being traumatized and like this moment like cements it for him playing truth or dare when you're a gay kid is just not pick- is de- <laughs> is desperately not picking truth in the fear that someone asks that you're gay but also desperately picking dare in the hopes that something homoerotic <laughs> would happen that is not exactly that video it. you made when you were like um <laughs> dare oh, you want me to you want me to do a prank call Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I can do Say the one of the weirdest logic jumps for me about this movie. Yeah. Besides, you know, the clown and the fantasy elements. Yes. <laughs> the idea that Bill Hader's like working in media and is like in his forties and doesn't know he's gay. Well, the thing is, like, he does. Like, he, I don't know, but also, the, I thought you were gonna go with it. Like, the fact that he's in 2019 working in entertainment and is still like well i don't know like people are closeted for a variety of reasons but like he lives in like la and is like a stand-up comedian and is like still like deeply closeted although he does have a like a lot of internalized homophobia though and like you know people like again stay closeted for a variety of reasons so that's like not i think that's a problem with choosing to place it in 2019 yeah exactly um, yeah it doesn't translate because like well. not to be like it's 2019 but like it's 2019 exactly exactly and like, like you can still be closeted to your family but like literally being closeted entirely like yeah it's just a little weird life. and like you don't there's not really given a reason for it like it's not like his parents besides the clown yeah like you don't really know like what 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 was richie's upbringing that would have caused him to be like this and insanely closeted at age like mm-hmm. yeah. 40 and he's bill hater yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's weird and he's bill hater and he's bill hater so um I mean, he's, literally, he's literally and bill hater as himself but gay uh-huh. <laughs> it's it it is gay, and, b- gay bill hater is the antithesis of straight taron thinking about yes. him straight taron straight taron <laughs> oscar straight campaign taren for straight like, taron and gay bill hater starts now like, bill wanted real life like gay or bisexual Richard Madden to fuck him. <laughs> oh my god. Like, think about that. Like straight Karen was shooting his shot. Anyways, don't date anyone. Don't date anyone ever. Just like don't. Just don't. Stay closeted for twenty seven <laughs> years while you're Bill Hader. Stay closeted for twenty seven years. Carve your carve the initials of you and your best friend's initials into a bridge and then and then have your friend like essentially die in your arms at the hands of a demon clown and like never fully get over. Okay, it. sure. But um did Eddie not to like <laughs> Zoe please <laughs> Did Eddie drink from a poison chalice? Okay, T. You you're, you're I right. Watched, um my friend is watching it and I rewatched <laughs> um Poison Chalice and Lancelot last night uh. and I'm reinvigorated. <laughs> yeah, did um nice. sure, but did Eddie um walk into a veil to die? for Richie, who was planning on dying for someone else who he's in weird, repressed love with, but also is 
in love with and has been having sex with Eddie for a year. Is this about Lancelot and BBC Merlin again? No, I, I know it's about BBC Merlin. It's about Lancelot. Is it specifically about Merlin? Okay. Oh, it's specifically about Merlin. Okay. Wonderful. So here's where I, I am surprised. It's like, I thought, I don't know, I always thought that... um. Eddie was going to be the one that they confirmed canon gay, if anything. This is the thing. I thought Eddie was the gay one. Like, I thought, I thought they I would never. as well. I yeah. thought they would never make Finn Wolfhard gay. Like, he's too much of a heartthrob right now. That's true. I, like, the thing is, like, like that's what the gold. twice in a that's, week. <laughs> that's what the Goldfinch director he's said. He's gay twice in a week, but in two very different mediums, which, like, I can't get into. Me and Maj talked at length about the Goldfinch so, brand. But it's so. It's the, so fucking It's so weird. weird. Like, it. Chapter two takes something that was like bait or subtext yeah. in the source material and makes it canon. And the goldfinch takes something that was canon and makes it bait. It's so like, what was the choice? It's because Bill Hader is an intellectual, and what the fuck is it? John Crowley is a coward, and also they didn't let Donna Tart write for the goldfinch, and they let Bill Hader make Richie gay. That's the difference. It's like they're like the goldfinch doesn't have. It's not about being gay. Th- Theo's not gay, and and in in it in the clown the movie, clown and there's movie. A, there's a, a coming out narrative. In the clown movie? Like a genuinely, like, sem- somewhat heartwarming and, like, relatable, like, moving through trauma to acceptance, like, coming out storyline. In, in the, the Stephen King known homophobe clown movie. It is insane. Yeah, so. I mean, as the critics say, it too, it's homophobic this time. Like, yes. That's the conceit of the film, and you know what? They give you, they give you that. They deliver. We they can, do. like first five minutes of the movie aside, like disregarding all that because that was genuinely a hate crime and yeah. very, yeah, not not good. Can we complain? We cannot. We're all like gay and homophobic. This gay and homophobic. That we're always like you know period typical homophobia. This period typical homophobia. That. It sounds like you guys got what you wanted. <laughs> no, yeah. Like Oh, tell me about the dying. I want yes, 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 to Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we're getting into this. So basically, um I just to cap the the like Richie's like c- canon gay part. So he says I know your secret your little secret. Richie runs away. He goes I don't know if this is the part I thought that they were going to cut to the the bridge carving scene at this point, but I actually don't think they do. That comes in later. So then the dying part. So, no, he, like, goes to the bridge. Oh, he goes to the bridge? Okay, okay. So he goes to the bridge, but they don't show him. Or maybe at this point is when they show him just, they show the R+, plus, but they don't show the E yet. And he's, like, yeah, crying no. and, like, tenderly oh. touching it. He takes out his pocket knife to begin the carving of, like, confessing to himself that he's in love with his best friend. Anyways. But it, 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 it's child. It's child rich then. It's no, yeah, yeah. So. This is child Richie. Um, but no. So now we're back to the adults. They're fighting the clown, getting into it. They're fighting the clown. Mike tries to do the ritual that's going to kill it. It doesn't work. They're like, what the fuck do we do? Eddie does something to the clown that makes him, like, fall over or, like, stop for a second, stop moving. Well, it's because, so Eddie, um earlier had I been fighting with the clown and he was like in a form and realized that he could choke him because the clown like 
has to accept the ramifications of the form it takes. That's it. That's it. So yeah, if the, it's the, in a more vulnerable form, you can hurt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyways, but no, Richie gets out of the deadlights. Eddie runs over to him and he's like, Richie, I think I did it. Like, I think it's dead. Like, we're saved now. And then he gets stabbed in the back with one of the clown's tentacles. The clown is tentacles? <laughs> and then <laughs> Richie's like, no, Eddie. And then eventually, like, they get him away from the clown. They're, like, in a little cave so that the clown can't get into because he's too big. And they're, like, tending to Eddie's wound. And Richie's like, you're going to be okay. Like, it's it's fine. Like, the classic, like, no, it's fine. Like, he's clearly has, like, a major wound through the heart. And Eddie's like, he's he's going to be fine. We can save him. That's what I want. Yes. He's like, he's going to be okay. Like, we can still save him. Like, there's this, um... And then eventually they're like, Eddie, they're like, Richie, we have to get it. Like the clown's going to come in here. And they realize that they can, they realize that they can kill it because it has to conform to the, conform to whatever like body it's in. Yeah, because it can shift, Eddie teaches them how to kill yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And so then they're like, yeah, Eddie's the one who like teaches them how to kill it. So it's a semi-sacrificial thing. And then they have the thing where they all circle the clown and they call him a sloppy bitch. And they say, you motherfucking clown. And he physically becomes smaller until he's essentially a baby. And then they reach in, pull out his heart it's really like funny. like rip wow. it like squeeze his heart to death they kill the clown they run back to eddie eddie's like dead but richie's like shaking him and he's like no he's not dead and he's like holding him and like rocking back and forth with him and they're like richie like you need to go and this is where i need to pull out a quote from the book when eddie's dying richie he whispered what richie was down on his hands and knees staring at him desperately the his he says, don't call me Eds. He raised his left hand slowly and touched Richie's cheek, which he was crying. You know I. Eddie closed his eyes, thinking how to finish. So then he's rocking him back and forth. I've already talked about this a little oh. bit. And they're like, Richie, we have to go. We can't, we, we have to leave him. And Richie's like, ah. Richie's like, we can take him out. We don't have to leave him. They're like, Richie, we have to. He's like, we can still save him. They take him literally kicking and screaming out of this house. He's like, Bill Hader is physically lunging at the house trying to get Get Eddie as it's crumbling to a- to dust and ashes. Th- shout out to Great Comet. Um, <laughs> and then he has to like let him go. They go to the quarry. They're swimming. They have the like hashtag like ritual cleansing metaphors of them like jumping into the quarry. And then like they all look over at it. Ready? I mean, <laughs> Richie. That's his name. Yeah, his name is Ready. They all look over at Richie, and he just like breaks down crying. They all like go oh, over to like hug no. him, group hug. No. And then we have the montage. Um, during the um. The Stan oh. letter. Oh, yeah. the bridge revisited? Oh, they have bridge revisited. And so then the montage during the Stan letter. By the way, the part, there's a part of Stan's letter that is said specifically. When like, be proud. Well, yeah, yeah. They said something about being proud as we're seeing. <laughs> we see young Richie. Wow. And then it flashes to like Bill Hader, old Richie, like re-carving the E in because it's like faded over time. And like touching it and like looking at it tenderly. And that's basically it. And then the only other thing that I have to say, this is the thing that I remember specifically, Maj, you, you talked about this on Twitter, and this is Ugh. what got you, was that after Richie, after Eddie dies, um, ri- first of all, Richie in the book kisses his cheek after he dies. And then they're like, we have to leave. And then Richie like turns towards the door. Apparently there's a door in the book. I haven't read it. And he like 
kicks the door and screams like fuck you at Pennywise and then Beverly goes why why'd you do that and Richie says I don't know and then the book says but he knew well enough and I'm like god it's the knowing well enough I just looked up um an interview that Bill Hader did with the New York Times yes and hot hot damn (laughs) like talking about like uh Richie's sexuality Bill Hader's like, if it's not overt, then why is he in the movie? You can't do it half measure on it. You've got to go the full way or don't even allude to it. Like, yes, Bill Bill was like, you have to make him gay or what's the point? Bill. Hater. It's really like, it fucking, it just gets you. So they made him canon gay, but it's still kind of bait because they don't ever, like, that Richie and Eddie like don't kiss, they don't like get together. Like we Do know, we know that if it's reciprocal, no, show any reciprocation in the movie. They don't ever show reciprocation in the movie. Like I believe it's reciprocated. Like everything from like the first movie oh, just and like, like the you believe book. Mac Dennis is re- reciprocated. Okay. We're not fucking talking about Mac right now. That's for another time. We were talking about that. We touched on this earlier, but, like, Eddie is more, like, gay-coded than Richie is. Like, he's just, like, flamboyant. Yeah, like, especially really as a kid and, like, clearly just, like, flustered and, like, enamored with Richie. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's never shown to be reciprocated, but, like, I, I, I think it is. Okay. Just like I think McDennis is. All right. Before you can say it. Okay. Okay. How would we rate this, everyone, on the scale of how well it baits you? One to ten. I would say like a four for part one and like a seven for part two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say how well it baits you. I would say part one, I would go like five and then part two i would go like perhaps a full 10 if not like nine ten for part two i'm just gonna do it overall because i consumed all of this at once yeah i would say i would say it's anywhere between a six and eight and it would depend on having to watch it first mm-hmm. and then I'll yeah know. that's fair yeah um and then as a ship how'd you rate it i would rate it I mean, like, they're not people and they don't have personalities and nothing happens in those movies. I'm sorry. I really, really liked them and I had a lot of fun and I thought they were really, like, a fun time with my friends. But, like, I don't know. I just, I don't even know. I guess, like... Zoe, listen to my ready post and become radicalized. That's all I have to say. But also, you're valid. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, like, my friends and I have a ready playlist. Like, we made it on the drive home. Oh, wonderful. It includes Wonderwall, um, Teenage Dirtbag Creep, and Party Police, um, and Work Song. Wow. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I try so hard to get it. I feel like Ben with Little Sebastian. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, a and six, that's okay. Fine. Sometimes it doesn't They're like hit. a six. Yeah. All right, Addy. I have to say, for me, it's got to be a 10. It's about old friend. It's let's meet at Blue Diner. We'll take coffee and talk about nothing. Okay, yeah, that one will give it to you. This is one of those things where if I saw the movie, I would, like, on the car ride home, like, pull up the AO3 tab, and I'd be obsessed with for, like, the next 48 hours. If you asked me this coming out of a movie theater, I would have said 10. But now, with just this context, I would say maybe, like, a 7. Um, it has really good points, but for the most part, 
Like, what do they, like, we have we have repressed gay men at home. I mean, it's valid. It's just, like, I... It, it sounds like you need to have been in fully invested. But I really, agree, like, I can, I can only imagine yeah. what it's like for you guys who have been, like, invested in the long run to see gay Bill Hader pay off. Yeah, I also really like the idea insane. of gay Bill Hader. Like, yeah, gay Bill him. Hader on gay his Bill own Hader is enough. Really like, is it enough to have two characters who are, like, unique and, f- like, is it not enough <laughs> no, to see Bill Hader gay, gay huge? Gay. Ugh, okay. Uh, what are you being queerbaited by right now? I'm about to, in two days when I see the Goldfinch, I'm gonna be queerbaited by Theo and Boris. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm really <laughs> you're wrapped back, up. You're back on BBC Merlin. <laughs> Look, I'm, I've never left, but I'm really wrapped up back in school and shit. Like, I don't know. I have to go read Heart of Darkness once yeah. this ends. Like, I mean, I'm going to read a bunch of what I assume will be homoerotic modernist novels this semester. So that'll be interesting. And I'm in a queer women on screen. Oh, very fun. Where we're going to talk that. about queer baiting and I'm going to argue for it, I guess. Nice. Um, Pro queer, but yeah, I mean, I rewatched Plug the BBC, podcast. two episodes from BBC Merlin last night, so that's where I'm at. Merslot is the best Merce thing Lott to ever happen so to me. I'm gonna get invested in Merslot again. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna gonna write Merslot instead of my thesis stuff. Uh, I don't think I'm really getting queer baited by anything actively at the moment. I'm like Zoe, school, senior year, hard, bad, but. Oh, I've been I've been um doing kind of a foray into the seasons of Doctor Who that I missed, which is five onward. And I'm not getting queer baited, but I'm getting like good show baited by like every once in a while there'll be something with potential and then it just goes to shit. So that's fun. And it just makes me miss Ten Rose. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for us because yeah. there are people who want to get into the studio. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Bye guys. Bye bye.